0: everybody, welcome back to the Acts video series. Today we're going to jump right in. We're reading out of Acts chapter 16, verses 1 through 24. Jimmy's going to read it for us, and then we'll jump in and have our discussion.
1: All righty. Starting in verse 1, Paul came also to Derbe and Lystra. A disciple was there named Timothy, the son of a Jewish woman who was a believer, but his father was a Greek. He was well spoken of by the brothers and at Lystra and Iconium. Paul wanted Timothy to accompany him, and he took him and circumcised him because of the Jews who were in those places, for they all knew that his father was a Greek. As they went on their way through the cities, they delivered to them for observance the decisions that had been reached by the apostles and the elders who were in Jerusalem. So the churches were strengthened in the faith, and they increased in numbers daily. And they went through the region of Phrygia and Galatia, having been forbidden by the Holy Spirit to speak the word in Asia. And when they had come up to Mysia, they attempted to go to Bithynia, but the Spirit of Jesus did not allow them. So passing by Mysia, they went down to Troas, and a vision appeared to Paul in the night. A man of Macedonia was standing there, urging him and saying, Come over to Macedonia and help us. And when Paul had seen the vision, immediately he sought to go into Macedonia, concluding that God had called us to preach the gospel to them. So setting sail from Troas, we made a direct voyage to Samothrace and the following day to Neapolis. And from there, Philippi, Philippi, which is leading city of the district of Macedonia and the Roman colony. We remained in this city some days, and on the Sabbath day, we went outside the gate to the riverside where we supposed there was a place of prayer and we sat down and spoke to the women who had come together. One who heard us was a woman named Lydia from the city of Thyatira, a seller of purple goods who was a worshiper of God. The Lord opened her heart to pay attention to what was said by Paul. And after she was baptized in her whole household as well, she heard us saying, If you have judged me to be faithful to the Lord, come to my house and stay. And she prevailed upon us. As we were going to the place of prayer, we were met by a slave girl who had a spirit of divination and brought her owners much gain by fortune telling. She followed Paul and us crying out, These men are servants of the Most High God who proclaim to you the way of salvation. And this she kept doing for many days. Paul, having become greatly annoyed, turned and said to the spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And it came out of her that very hour. But when her owners saw that their hope of gain was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace before the rulers. And when they had brought them to the magistrates, they said, These men are Jews and they are disturbing our city. They advocate customs that are not lawful for us as Romans to accept or practice. The crowd joined in attacking them, and the magistrates tore their, the garments off them and gave orders to beat them with rods. And they inflicted many blows upon them. They threw them into prison, ordering the jailer to keep them safely. Having received this order, he put them in into the inner prison and fastened their feet in the stocks.
0: Wow. <laughs> So,
1: so basically, I mean, it, there's a lot of uh, geography going on, right? So like if you were to pull out the map, usually that's in the very back of your Bible in color, if you have one, it will show the missionary journey of Paul. And so you can actually see the, the geography that's getting pointed out, you know, even though many of these locations are named new things now, mm-hmm. and they're different names. Um, they, you know, you can actually see the ancient pathway or whatever that he's going on. And in this basic adventure that they're going on they run into Lydia she gets saved and then this servant girl starts following them around yelling out the truth but in an obnoxious way
0: and Paul gets annoyed
1: (laughs) right maybe at first it was like well yeah we are these guys preaching the truth about how you might be saved Mm -hmm. right and then at some point there's this aggravation point where he's like I'm done I'm done with the yelling, I don't know, spirit lady.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes. Definition lady. Yes. And so she actually, when he casts the demon out, out of irritation, which is funny that it puts that in there,
0: she... It just reveals again that Paul is he's human. Just, he's so
1: human, <laughs> right? He's like, I am so over your... this The woman. yelling. Yeah, the yelling.
0: People <laughs> know who we are now. You can stop yelling <laughs> about stop. it. <laughs>
1: and and clearly the you know this is a demon mm-hmm. right and mm-hmm. and he casts it out but that had given that that demon influence had given her the ability to basically predict things mm-hmm. and made her a valuable slave well now she didn't have this demon in her and she couldn't predict the future and uh, that really ticked these guys off so it was basically this super, yeah
0: they had no way to make money off of they her they couldn't now.
1: make money yeah. off of her anymore and now they throw him in prison and beat him up that's the basic outline.
0: Yeah. What's interesting too is at the very beginning, you know, that there's this idea of um, kind of knowing the people that you're trying to reach with the gospel. And I mean, this is pretty extreme, but Paul circumcised Timothy. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, Timothy signed up. He signed that. up. He signed up for that. And and Paul, knowing the audience that they were going to reach. He knew that this was going to be important for for Timothy, and um, yeah, I mean that's that's a high level of commitment right there to reach people with the gospel.
1: Right, and he so he's a believer. Yes, but he wasn't Jewish. Correct, and so he's raised in a a half Greek, half Jewish home, so he knows this the the Bible. He knows the Old Testament, but he doesn't um, isn't following the customs. Yes, and so. Paul's going out of his way to show that they're willing basically to go through the cultural hoops to reach this group of people because they would never have let him in the door to even hear what he has to say. Yeah. Well,
0: and the, the danger in that, I think, uh, is to feel like, okay, am I, am I compromising by following the essentially the, the Jewish customs rather than convincing people? that in, in Christ, there, there is no division, right. you know, and so am I, am I compromising on what Christ has taught in order to reach these people? And what we, we see here is, I mean, the answer to that question is no for, for Timothy and Paul. They are doing whatever they can possibly do in order to open the door for these, these people in this region to receive the gospel which I think is an important lesson for us. You know, one of the things that <clears throat> I think we we can easily make the mistake in the modern church is just to s- expect one day, like if we have, you know, good enough services or if our, our church is flashy enough or if we're to think that if we just do enough, then all of a sudden, you know, people that don't know Christ are just going to show up on our doorstep and start asking questions. And what we see is, in the early church, there there wasn't that expectation, and they were going out and seeking where they could bring the gospel to people that hadn't received it yet, right. and they were willing to do whatever it took to, to make that happen.
1: I mean, yeah, and this would have been sacrificial. I mean, to get to the point where you're, you're willing to say, you know, I will put on the culture of the place that I'm going out of respect. Yes. Not because he has to, not because there's any reason, really, yep. other than that, other than they couldn't handle it. Yep. Yep. It's sort of like, I'll become culturally Jewish in order to preach the gospel to you, to share with you that you don't have to do that.
0: Yes. Yeah. And it's the whole idea. And Paul writes about it. He says, I become all things to all people, mm-hmm. you know, in order that I might win some. And I, I think that's, that's what we see actually being lived out in Paul and Timothy's life in this passage here, that they're willing to do whatever it takes in order to reach people with the gospel. So
1: I think figuring out, this would be an interesting conversation for a group to talk about. Is there anything that you've been kind of like unwilling to step into in order to bring Christ into a, another, I guess, arena? Mm. Is it? It's almost like are you af- offended at the idea that you would have to kind of lower yourself in some way or humble yourself or die to something in order to kind of allow yourself to enter into another group and then have, an, have to have influence mm. um it's a good question to ask if there's because we can put up sort of false barriers yeah. for the gospel that just really aren't there they're just culture yeah. they're just things that come and go yeah and um and they're things in you know that historically have created these walls um that make it difficult to share the gospel so it's a complicated question to ask, and definitely there's not always crystal clear answers, so it's important that you have dialogue around these yes. things.
0: Well, Because and, 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 I've heard
1: people apply the same thing. It's sort of like, well, I'm gonna go drink in a bar because then I can reach people for Jesus, and it's sort of like, okay, you know, is that wise? Right. <laughs> and it's sort of like, I get your point. If you struggle with alcoholism, <laughs> yeah. the answer is
0: no. <laughs> Absolutely. Do not do that. Obviously. And, that, and this, We see this with the religious leaders and, and Jesus. I mean, this is why they're they're accusing him of being a drunkard, and, and because he's hanging out with all of these these people that were outcasts and outsiders, and so they're they're categorizing him based on the people that he was willing to go to, in, in the same way that they would categorize those people, and so we see you know Paul and Timothy living out the same thing that Jesus lived out, and the question for us uh, is how is God calling us specifically? to live that out in our day and time. And God may be calling you. He's not calling you to get drunk, but he may be calling you to go spend time in a bar and visiting with people that are struggling or medicating their own pain or whatever it is. For a lot of people, the answer to that question is, no, God's not calling me to do that. But at least we have to be open to the leading of the spirit, um, not to justify our own sin, but the leading of the spirit in order to reach people with the gospel. And that's what we see happening here.
1: And a good way to think about that is bridges and barriers. Basically like what is a bridge to a culture to be able to share Christ that we basically have a shared understanding that we can build a bridge. Yep. And what is a barrier? What am I? Actually, what's a false barrier that I'm putting up that's making it impossible for me to share the gospel? You know, and in missions work, you know, Avery Willis, when I spent some time with him just talking about discipleship, that was one of the ways that we would think through um, the curriculum that we would choose for our small groups was thinking what are the bridges to Christ in this culture mm. and what are the barriers to Christ in this culture mm. and then how do we bring the Word of God to bear in those areas and so it's I think it's important to be thinking about not only what are the bridges right yeah. but also what are the barriers or you know and some of those barriers are are um, you don't want to get near them yeah and some of those barriers are um, You know, it's just self-righteousness that keeps you from crossing over. And so it takes wisdom and relationship to walk through that with other people. So have the conversation with your group. If there's an area that you're feeling like the Holy Spirit is leading you into where you could build a bridge.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, have a great time in your discussion, praying for you. Love y'all. God bless you. We'll see you soon.